Welcome to Fearless Marketing for Life Coaches. I'm Simone Gray Soul, and I'm here to teach you how to get your life coaching practice fully booked without paying for ads, buying Instagram followers, or complicated sales funnels. It's not rocket science, and I promise you can do it too. Listen on to find out how. Hello, my friends. Today, I would like to talk to you about marketing mindset and something that you really, really, really should know if you are a coach and you want to take charge of how you get results in your own marketing by how you are using your brain, by which I just mean what kind of thoughts you think, what kind of attitudes you bring, what kind of feelings and energy you bring to your marketing. Needless to say, all of that has a direct and pretty like obvious, straightforward impact on how you sign clients and how much money you make. So I was talking to a client recently and it really dawned on me the importance of thinking about the difference between having a positive mindset versus an effective mindset. Now, Another way to say this would be to replace the word mindset with the word attitude. So you can say you can have a positive attitude or you can have an effective attitude. I'm kind of throwing different words, different vocabulary out there just so that you can pick what resonates with you more because a lot of coaches talk about mindset and other coaches different use different words, but we're all talking about the same ideas. So when I coach a lot of my students and clients, I get a lot of people telling me that their mindset or their attitude is good. Like my mindset is all, I'm all set and my mindset is all set and I don't need to work on it more. I just need to know like the how to's of marketing. I just need the strategies. Just give me the strategies because I already have all the right attitudes. I already have the right positive mindset. And to me, most of the time, when someone tells me they have a good mindset or a good attitude, like what they mean is that they have, um, they have a lot of positive, affirmative thoughts about themselves and their business. So for example, somebody might think, um, you know, I, I really believe I can help people right? Or I'm a very good coach, or this work is important, or I can totally be a successful coach. And I, you know, serve my clients at my highest capacity, or I can totally become a six figure coach. I'm on my way to success. Like I am creating the the coaching practice of my dreams. Like these are all positive thoughts. Now, When people, again, when people have these positive thoughts, they think they're on the right track with mindset. But that's a huge but right there. No, ha, 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 ha. I'm sorry. I'm like in third grade and I will always say that and then giggle. That's a huge but. (laughs) I apologize. Okay, so but, 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 right? How you know your mindset is actually working 
How you know that your thoughts, however positive they are, how you know that it's actually serving you is if you look at the results that you're getting in your life. If you're looking at the outcomes that those attitudes and thoughts and assumptions are producing. So for example, you can tell yourself all day long that, um, I am attracting clients or I am an amazing coach and I'm building a six-figure business, but then it's been a whole year and you have zero clients, then your mindset is not working for you no matter how many shiny, positive, rainbow-colored thoughts you think, right? And so you really have to check yourself because it's if you're doing this, by the way, if you're thinking lots of positive thoughts and getting the results, the re- one of the big reasons I want to alert you to what I'm about to talk about is that it can feel so frustrating because, you know, we're taught by like people who talk about like manifesting and law of attraction that if you believe, if you have the right positive thoughts, the universe will send all the good things your way. So what am I doing wrong? Like it's really hard to figure out. It's mystifying and confusing. And when things are mystifying and confusing, it's like the worst place to be because you don't even know where to begin to start to fix the problem. Okay, so now as the alternative to positive mindset, I would like to propose what I would like to call having an effective mindset. An effective mindset is one that creates the results that you want. And now, the thoughts that you have, the attitudes you have that actually create the results might not be the same positive thoughts. How you know that your mindset is effective, and in other words, how you know it's working, is that you don't have to look inside your brain. You just have to look at like what's happening in your business and life. Like, is it, are you getting the results you want? Right. So are you building? Are you, do you actually have a six figure business or are you on your way to the external indicators that the, the observable, measurable results of your life? Um, are they where you are or are they tangibly going in the direction that you want? And if the answer is no, no matter how healthy or positive your your mindset is, you have to be like, okay, I'm not having an effective mindset. And this is actually good news because if you realize this, you can begin to know where to work on. Okay, so let me give you an example of this um, with something that I coached my client on recently. And I tell this story with her permission. For a long time, this client was telling her, it was, you know, a life coach, a wonderful life coach, I might add, was telling herself, clients are coming. Now, she was very big into journaling and manifesting. And like, she had a very, you know, close relationship with like that part of her awareness like whatever I I think of I create and she was very practiced in that and so she always held on to the thought of clients are coming clients are coming and if you are genuinely believing that clients are coming now that sounds like a very positive belief right because a lot of you know my fellow coaches struggle to believe that they they will think they will think you know nobody wants to work with me or i'm never going to sign a client or you know somebody who's feeling quite negative about it it can be a huge improvement it could seem like a very positive thing if you are 100% believing clients are coming 
but for someone who was struggling to believe that anyone would want to work with them, the thought clients are coming could be the thing that actually gets them the result. But the same thought could be actually work the opposite way. It could actually hold you back. If you're forever thinking that clients are just coming, they're just on their way and they're not ready to like be here today, ready to give me money, sign the contract and get started. Do you see? Like, so for my client who wasn't getting as many clients as she wanted, the thought clients are on their way was a way of having to, it is a way of being able to avoid the kind of immediacy and the urgency and almost like the pressure of thinking someone is ready to sign with me today. So feel, if you're listening to this right now, like feel the energetic difference, the emotional difference between clients are on their way versus someone is ready to sign with me and pay me today. It's very different. And Another example like this might be somebody who thinks to themselves, I'm going to make $100,000 this this year. I'm going to be a six-figure coach. I can do it. I totally feel like it's possible. I can be a six-figure coach this year. Very positive, affirming, you know, self-belief, right? Sounds like a really good thing. But then, by the way, if you break the number down to, um, if you want to make six figures, $100,000, how much you have to earn in a, in a month, if you divide that by, by 12, you get something like, um, $8,500, like 8,500, something like that, right? So it's just basic math. Like if you make $8,500 12 times, it might be 8,600, whatever, something like that. If you make that 12 times, over 12 months, you're going to have a six-figure business, right? So to somebody who who's like, yeah, I'm totally confident I'm going to create a six-figure business, if I told them, okay, great, now let's start by creating 8K this month. Why don't you go out and earn, you know, sign $8,600 worth of clients? Now that thought might totally get them spinning out and just like being paralyzed with fear. If you think about it logically, it doesn't make sense because up just a minute ago, they were like, yeah, I can totally do a six-figure year. But then if you actually break it down and say, okay, here's your work for the for the week, I mean, for the month, right? So if you were to make $8,000 for the month, then for this week, you have to make $2,000. Okay, go. You got seven days, go make $2,000. They're going to be like, oh, I can't do that, right? So under the seemingly positive belief of I can make six figures this year, it was hiding kind of a reluctance to really um, to, to step up to what that means you have to brace for, what you have to be willing to work, work for today. In that case, that positive belief that you can make $100,000 was not an effective one and a more effective um, thought or belief might have been, I can make $2,000 this week. And that might be 
a place to start. If you were to start building your self-belief, right? If you were to start believing in what's possible, like that would be a far more um, immediate and actionable and useful place to concentrate than putting your hopes and dreams out into like a year later projection where you frankly don't have to show up for it much. Because if you think, oh, I have a year to make a hundred thousand, then it doesn't really matter what I do today or tomorrow. So you're just always kind of living in an imaginary um, future as opposed to really stepping up to how do I challenge myself today? How do I, what do I have to learn today? How do I get out of my comfort zone today? How do I go reach out to people today? How do I make offers today? Like all of the questions that you would be asking if your thought instead was, I can make $2,000 in a week instead of I can be a you know six-figure earner this year, which on the surface just sounds like a more positive thing. But like I said, when you really dig down, if it's not creating the results you want, it's not an effective thought. It is not an effective mindset. So I want to tell you the story of the same client who had the thought that clients are clients are coming and we uncovered that this was not an effective belief for her and she kind of made a parallel in her mind with the house that she had on the market for like nine months that she was trying to sell now she wa- she's been trying to sell the house for nine months and nobody had bought it was very frustrating for her showing after showing after showing month after month of it being on the market nobody was buying and guess what thought she had about the house selling she had the thought the perfect buyer is coming (laughs) can you guess why she wasn't selling the house so she came to this realization all on her own and she had an epiphany and she the way she told me the story she was like oh my gosh this is not a thought that's serving me so today okay wipe the slate clean I'm gonna think from now on the house sells today you hear the difference between the perfect buyer is coming and if somebody's coming, by definition, they're not here already versus the house sells today. Here's the amazing thing, you guys. Within three days of her creating this belief on purpose, house sells today, she had two buyers or two inquiries from interested buyers all of a sudden and She sold the fucking house in three days after she started thinking the house sells today. Now, could have been that it was just a coincidence. I don't know. I don't know all the variables in the universe, but this kind of thing happens way too much for me to just say it's just a coincidence. I think that when you get really curious about what beliefs are working for you, Right. And if you are kind of like leaning on what sounds like positive beliefs to kind of hide from the immediacy of the growth that you need to go through right now, if you are pinning your hopes on like a possibility rather than your ability and responsibility to make something happen today, right? Your ability to really step up to Signing a client today, selling the house today, like becoming that version of you today, not next week, not next month, not next year. What kind of beliefs would you need to have? A lot of the times, these um, effective beliefs are a lot more incremental, 
right? So like, like I said, instead of I'm going to make a hundred thousand this year, it's like I, I'm learning how to make two thousand in a week, which sounds a lot less glamorous, a lot less sexy, a lot more incremental, but in, in, in fact might be way more effective, right? In, in terms of getting your, kicking your butt into gear. Um, Another example of incremental belief that ends up being way more effective than positive belief is, you know, if you don't entirely believe in yourself yet, that's fine. Like self-belief is something that we work on. It's like a muscle that we continue to strengthen. It's not like a binary. It's not like a switch that you flip on and off. You either have it or you don't. So for example, if you don't, if you find it hard to believe in your own value as a coach, you might think, I am an amazing coach, and but subconsciously, you don't believe it at all, or you find it hard to believe it. So while you think it, there is this sort of friction in your mind, because the other part that's like, yeah, right, you don't even have any clients, what are you talking about? It rubs up against the super positive belief, and the net result is nothing much happens. Whereas instead of trying to think, I'm an amazing coach, I'm a super successful coach, if you just made it a little bit more incremental, a little bit more, you know, like baby steps and thought, thought to yourself, I am learning how to believe in myself as a coach. I don't completely believe in myself as a coach yet, and that's okay. So you see how this, again, is a lot less sexy. It's a lot less glamorous, but it might have a way better chance of actually moving the needle forward. Moving the needle forward or up? Anyway, moving the needle in a good direction that you want, (laughs) right? And I also want to say that, so, so one way you can make a belief more effective rather than positive is to make it more incremental. And secondly, um, another way you can make it more effective is sometimes an effective belief sounds negative on the surface. For example, something that I think is really critical to getting really good at marketing is your willingness to fail and your like fa- fail in quotes, right? Like quote unquote fail, your willingness to feel discomfort because putting yourself out there, speaking to people, making offers, like none of this comes naturally to most human brains. So you have to put yourself through a lot of growth as a human being. And a lot of it is just uncomfortable. A lot of it will feel like just one failure after another failure after another failure to your brain. So I think that when people start learning marketing, they expect it to all feel like rainbows and butterflies. And when it doesn't, they conclude that they're doing something wrong or it's not working. So for example, if you have the belief that, um, you know, so many people want what I have to offer or what I, what I do, what I do is sorely needed in the world. Like you could be trying to believe that. And it certainly sounds very positive. Like, Hey, I believe that what I do is really needed for the world. But again, if your unconscious mind isn't really buying it, 
if there is this sort of a deeper underlying disbelief, like, come on, get real. Nobody wants what you have, right? <laughs> People have like bills to pay and nobody wants your stupid coaching, right? <laughs> we all have inner gremlins that tell us these things from time to time. And if you're just trying to squelch all of that by telling yourself this very positive sounding, like the work I do is important, right? It's not really going to work. So sometimes an effective belief that helps more than the positive belief is something like, I am willing to experience failure. If I do try something and fail, I'm not going to die. I'm not here to win. I'm here to learn. I'm willing to figure this out as many times as it takes for me to learn. Like all of these are or, or, or also something that I tell myself often is like, it's okay to be really scared. It's okay to freak out. It's okay to just feel like ass sometimes. And those thoughts, not positive, right? At best, they're kind of neutral. Definitely not sexy. And it really requires me to look at the parts of myself that are keeping me, you know, the the really human parts of my brain that aren't all like shiny and sexy and whatever, or positive, right? That, That are negative, that are scared, that are anxious and panicking and all these things and really kind of, um, making peace with it or at the very least, um, accept, accepting, I can't say that word today, accepting them as part of my reality, as part of my human brain, as part of just something that I'm willing to be have be a part of in my life. Because as far as I know, nobody's figured out how to make life or business pain-free. There is just pain. There's just discomfort. There's shame that comes up. There's insecurity that comes up. All the things that come up, it's okay. And If you don't have a set of beliefs sort of normalizing and allowing yourself to like give yourself compassion for and accepting these less than glamorous parts of your own experience and your brain, you're going to have a lot harder time making progress with, with the positive thoughts that you have, right? So you really need to develop a set of thoughts around the harder, uncomfortable, painful stuff If you want to have an effective mindset and most people who have positive um, thoughts only and, and mistake that for effective mindset, either don't have a lot of intentional thoughts around the harder parts of life and business, or they like to gloss over them, ignore that they exist or be in denial of them or try to change the negative hard stuff as fast as humanly possible to get away from the discomfort of it, which if you've ever noticed, doesn't work very well. <laughs> um, as opposed to just really having a practice, having a whole mindset around accepting and loving and forgiving yourself for being human. And recognizing that you've signed up for growth and that's the only reason that so much of it is so uncomfortable. Like if you never wanted to grow, if you weren't interested in learning anything new, you wouldn't have to 
put yourself through nearly as much drama, but <laughs> you know, you know how it is. Anytime we up level, there's discomfort involved, right? So in your effective mindset, it's not just about the wonderful positive things you believe, right? What are the thoughts that you, ha- that you have around not only tolerating, but like really accepting and loving the hard parts of it? Crucial ingredients of an effective mindset. Okay, so we got kind of technical with all this mindset stuff today. And I think it's so important, right? Notice if you are having just, you know, really shiny, sexy, positive thoughts and calling it a day, even though they're not really getting you the results you want, right? If you are taking enough risks, if you are getting out of your comfort zone enough, if you are learning, if you are really moving forward, right? Then you need to have a plan that's not based on like, you know, rainbow colored fantasies. You need to be doing things that make you deeply uncomfortable on a regular basis, right? Totally worth it, but it's not easy. And you you need to be sort of like cataloging, you need to be examining what thoughts are in your mind, which is all I mean by mindset, right? Like what kind of thoughts and, and assumptions and beliefs um, you have in your mind and sort of be, be looking at them, taking them out of the box once in a while and being looking at them and thinking, is this actually working? Is this serving me? Do I think I can just forget about it and I already have a good mindset because I, I just have positive thoughts? Or do I have a mindset that really works in terms of creating the results I want in terms of moving me forward every single day? If you'll notice, developing an effective mindset takes a lot more intention. It takes a lot more deliberate thinking the willingness to be a scientist and kind of step away and look at the whole forest and say, is this working? Why is this part of it not working? Not from like a blamey, judgy way, but from a place of compassionate curiosity. So if these thoughts, even though I thought they were nice, positive thoughts, if they're not working, what can I think instead? If it's not working for me to believe clients are out there, How do I start to believe? How can I get closer to believing that clients are already right in my world? I don't need to go out looking for them, right? If I don't, if it doesn't, if it, if it's not getting me results to think clients are coming, how can I move closer to believing somebody, one person out there is ready to sign with me today and pay me today? Right? If it's not serving you to think I'm going to make a hundred thousand dollars this year, how can you get closer? How can you build the blocks to be able to believe I can make $2,000 this week, right? And let the process be incremental. Remember, that's an important part of it. And always, and if you notice, you'll probably realize that having and cultivating an effective mindset isn't the kind of thing where you set it and forget it. (laughs) You constantly have to pay so much attention. And I would say paying, you know, paying attention to and creating an effective mindset every single day, because my thoughts are changing, my circumstances are changing every day. I would say that is like 97% of my own work as an entrepreneur. And I think that is a 
doing that work of developing an effective mindset of examining my thoughts and, and always like trying different thoughts that get me better results. Like that has been, I, I attribute like all of my success to my commitment to developing an effective mindset. So just so you know, if you ever meet me and you tell me that you have a good mindset, but you're not making enough money, you're not signing enough clients, so you just want me to tell you what to do, but you already have a positive, you have all the positive results. I mean, you already have the positive beliefs. <laughs> I'm going to be like, okay, you need to go listen to this podcast episode because I think you have some ideas about what a good mindset is that is not serving you as well as it could be. All right. I hope this was helpful. And let me know how this all sounds to you and what you're taking out of it and how you're putting it to action because I bet you a bunch of us are already talking about it, already coaching each other and making tangible changes and progress in our marketing over in the best marketing group for life coaches on Facebook, my group called Fearless Marketing for Life Coaches. Come join us. You can search for it on Facebook and request to join, answer a few questions. I would love to have you in there if you're a life coach and come say hi. So many amazing discussions and celebrations and growth happening all the time and you are so welcome. I will talk to you all later. Have a great day. It's my mission to demystify marketing for as many life coaches as possible because we have really important work to do in the world and we can't do it if people don't know how to find us and how to hire us. So if this podcast serves you, if it helps you in your, in your marketing, I ask that you go to iTunes and leave a five-star review and let other people know what it is about this podcast that will help their marketing. What helped you? It would help me so much in getting that word out, letting more people know. Thank you so much in advance.